This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy, proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. A U.S.-China trade deal may not be reached until after the 2020 elections. President Donald Trump said in London today, the China trade deal is dependent on one thing, him agreeing to the deal. I think in some ways it's better to wait till after the election with China. But I'm not going to say that. I just think that. I just tell you. Trump noted the Chinese want to make a deal now and said he will see whether or not the deal is going to be right. The comment comes less than two weeks before the next round of tariff hikes is set to take effect December 15th. Bill Thompson has the details at agripulse.com. Over 2,200 farmers sent a letter to congressional leadership today asking them to ratify the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement as the session is quickly winding down. Former Democratic Senator Blanche Lincoln of Arkansas is with Farmers for Free Trade. She says farm families depend on this agreement. We've worked hard to get this far, and, and there's, there's no doubt that time is an issue here. We won't give up. Don't get us wrong. We're not going to give up. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she is still concerned about enforcement in the agreement, but says she and the White House continue to make progress. Former Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack says if that's the case, the issues should be resolved immediately and USMCA should be passed today. There is sufficient work that has been done, that appears to have been done, to strengthen the enforcement provisions and our trading partners are making commitments to follow through uh, with the labor and the environment uh, responsibilities in the agreement, then there is no reason for it not to pass because it is an improvement. Each year, U.S. food and ag industries export $20.5 billion in goods to Canada and $18.6 billion to Mexico. Many farmers worry USMCA will get caught up in political fights if the House doesn't vote on the agreement this year. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley fears the same, but told reporters this morning passing the agreement early next year in the Senate could be done. When we adjourn on December the 19th, we'll be in again on January the 6th. So that two-week period is a holiday. Uh, And if it moved through the the House and didn't get through the Senate yet uh, this year, Maybe next year it'd be it's going to be a lot easier for us to get it up in the Senate than it is what Pelosi's going through in the House. Grassley stood by his Senate floor statement made yesterday, pushing House Democrats to reach a deal with the White House this week. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Grower attitudes toward the farm economy rose for the second month in a row. The Purdue CME Group Ag Economy Barometer, which surveys 400 producers across the country, rose to a reading of 153 in November. Director for the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture, Jim Minturnt, says this number is up 17 points from October and matches the previous 2019 high set in July. If you go back to thinking about what people were expecting when they were finishing up planting in late June, uh, July, um, the projections were pretty dismal. And as time went on, the expectations kind of improved over time. But when the combines finally rolled, 
I think many farmers, uh, particularly here in the, in the Corn Belt, were pleasantly surprised at both the corn and soybean yields that they received this fall. So I think that was one factor. He says the survey also showed improvement in the livestock sector, mainly driven by improvements in higher cattle prices. The nation's largest beef producer organization plans to work with the Department of Agriculture to address product of USA claims on beef labels. The move by the National Cattlemen's Beef Association comes as USDA is being petitioned by the U.S. Cattlemen's Association to limit the use of those labels to products that were born, raised, and slaughtered in the U.S. NCBA has long been opposed to mandatory country of origin labeling and insists this push is to make sure voluntary cool declarations are accurate. For more on this story, as well as the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.